This Friday, we have somewhat of an interesting situation. It's Erev Shabbos, of course, and it's also going to be a Sarva Teves, a fast day. We have a fast day that falls out on a Friday. Somewhat interesting, it occurs on the curse so, 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 so regularly, actually happening this year and next year, but you know, that otherwise does not occur um, so frequently. And the question is exactly in this situation, when does the fast day end? We have the fast day end, the time, the use of time the fast is going to end, beginning of Shabbos. Exactly what point do we end? the Tainus. Just to give a little bit of introduction to important things to keep in mind. First of all, there is something called a Tainus Yachid and something called a Tainus Sibur. Tainus Yachid is a private fast. A private fast is something, a fast that a person accepts upon themselves, not something that anyone else has to do, something they accept upon themselves as a way of tshuva or for other reasons, a time of uh, time of sorrow, a time of, when there's problems going on in the world, a person wants to, wants to, sometimes people fast. That's called a Tainus Yachid. In order for a tiny Yachid to have the full force of a fast, a person is supposed to accept it upon themselves by Mincha the day before. If you look in um, Old Sturm, right, the end of Shema Esri of Mincha, there's a little paragraph in gray that you probably um, skip over all the time and never even notice it's there. And it has the, the, the proper formulation for someone who wants to accept upon themselves a fast that is they, someone who does that, they now have the full obligation to fast the, on the coming day. That's first important point. Second point. The Gemara, when, in general, when did the fast end? So the Gemara says that any fast, Shaloi Shaka Acham, if you didn't, not, Sunday not set on it, is not considered to be a complete fast. And the Rishayim explained the Rush and other Rishayim, as we rule in Shulchan Aruch, that what does that mean? That means you have to sit fast until Tseis HaKachavim, until nightfall. So a usual fast, in order for it to be a complete fast, in order to be that you completed this fast, you have to fast all the way until nightfall. Let's go through the, the sources and the and see exactly what comes out. What do you do on a situation like this Friday where you're going to have a fast day going straight into Shabbos? Exactly when does that fast day end? So Gemara and Erevin ask the question. Gemara says you have a someone who has a private personal fast that they accept upon themselves. And they're fasting on Friday. When should they end their fast? On the one hand, we said every fast you have to go until Seisach Chavim in order to be considered a complete fast. On the other hand, if a person goes into Shabbos, continues fasting after um, once Shabbos begins, then they are going into Shabbos in a, um, in a in a situation where they're afflicted, you know, at the end of a fast, no one feels good, people feel run down, feel weak. Going into Shabbos, Kishuhuma Una, the Gemara says, when you're afflicted, it's not covered Shabbos, it's not honorable to Shabbos to come in to Shabbos in that state. On the other hand, maybe you should be obligated to, to, to break your fast before Shabbos starts in order that you should not begin Shabbos in a state of fasting. You begin Shabbos fasting, you're run down. It's not a proper way to um, to welcome Shabbos. That's the Gemara's question. But that Gemara's question is talking about a private fast. The Gemara seeks to bring a proof from a Brisa that talks about um, Tishabov that fell on Erev Shabbos. It's something we can't have today. The calendar set up, it can't happen like that. But it used to be though that was possible to happen. The question is Tishabov that falls out on Erev Shabbos. The Gemara said that Rabbi Yehuda, in that case, he ruled that you must break your fast before Shabbos. Nor that you should not come to Shabbos in that state of fasting, and that's what he personally did. He would have an egg on Erev, so it happened, Tishbuff came on, on Erev Shabbos. He had an egg before the fast day ended, in the middle of the, right, not in the middle of the afternoon, right before Shabbos began, even though it's still daytime, before he went to Shul, he had an egg in order that he would not be considered to be fasting, go into Shabbos when he's fasting. He broke his fast on Yom Kippur, on, on Tishbuff essentially, essentially did not finish his fast, did not complete his fast. The Gemara said, Rabbi Yaisi argues, Rabbi Yaisi said, no, you have, to, you have to complete your fast under those circumstances, and you must go all the way until, all the way until nightfall. He was not concerned that you're starting, you're starting Shabbos when you're fasting. The Gemara comes out, after a whole long discussion, the Gemara says, the halacha is that you complete your fast. 
So it seems very straightforward. Nothing much to talk about. The Gemara said, you complete your fast. You have to go all the way to Seta Kham. It should be very simple. However, in the Rishonim, the, the Machlech is exactly how to understand what does this Gemara mean you complete your fast. Taisa says, it does not mean to say that you're obligated to complete your fast. It means to say a person has an option. If they want to, they are allowed to complete their fast. If they don't want to, they're not obligated to, and they, and they, and they, and they, and they can break their fast before Shabbos. The Gemara is saying that if a person wants to, it's not considered disrespectful to Shabbos. The person essentially has, has, has these two, 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 two considerations, and he's allowed to choose between the two of them. He's allowed to either decide to honor Shabbos by eating something first, before, on the fast itself, before Shabbos begins, or he's allowed to complete the fast and, make it, and, make it, and turn it into a, a complete fast, and he doesn't have to worry about the fact that he's um, going into Shabbos in a state of affliction. That's how Tysus understands the Gemara. And Tysus says that the, the Re, one of the Valley Tysus, one of the authors of Tysus, in fact, that's what he did when Asar Batavis fell on Friday. The Re himself would go and eat something before Shabbos began. He says it's preferable to go with that, with that consideration that you should not begin Shabbos when, you, um, when you're fasting. That was what the Re did. He said, essentially, you have an option. Other Rishayim disagree, the Ran, the, the Ritzvah, the Rajvah, they all disagree, and they say, no, 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 the simple reading of the Gemara is that, that, that you have to complete it. That's what the Gemara says, you have to. And they understand, the simple understanding of the Gemara is that you must complete it. So essentially, we have one Machlaikis in the Rishayim. Does the person have an option what to do on Friday afternoon? They're allowed to decide that they're going to honor Shabbos by eating something before, before Shabbos starts, or are they obligated to finish the fast like a regular fast day? That's one machlekes in the how to approach a Friday fast day. A second level of machlekes. Numerous Rishonim, the Rami Rutenberg, the Lagos Maimini, the Ravid, all suggest a very similar idea. They say, even if we're going to say that you have to complete your fast, you must finish your fast, you must go all the way, um, you, ha- you, you cannot break your fast before Shabbos starts. However, they say, once you have already accepted Shabbos and you dive in Mayrev, even if you made early Shabbos, you know, during summer we make early Shabbos, 7 o'clock here, the leaf shul, it's still, it's, still, it's still day outside, it's still light outside, sun hasn't set yet. At that point, since you already accepted Shabbos, that is considered a complete fast for you. You're allowed to have, you're allowed to complete your fast, that's considered a complete fast once Shabbos began. Presumably the, the way the seems to be explaining, not that you somehow changed the day and now it's no longer a Sabbatavis. It's still a Sabbatavis, but a Shabbos. And I'm not allowed to fast on Shabbos. Since I am not allowed to, Fast on Shabbos, therefore it's considered as if I have completed my fast by just by stopping um, at, at the conclusion of Meirev. As soon as you go home after Meirev, you eat something, they say that's considered that I completed my fast. So we have two, we essentially have two ways of leniency, how you, a person could finish the fast early on a Friday fast. If you go to the shame and say that you're, that you're allowed to eat something before Shabbos begins, that would be one way. A second way would even, even if you say that you must complete your fast, so I'm reassuring them hold that after Myriv is already considered a complete fast, even though it's still daylight, even though uh, for the weekday we'd never allow you to do that. But because Shabbos has begun, I'm not allowed to fast now, they say, and since I'm not allowed to fast because Shabbos has begun, that is considered as if I completed my fast. And either I do not have to complete my fast, or once, and there, now the court of that opinion I can eat even before Shabbos begins, or I have to complete my fast, but after Meirev, even if I make early Shabbos, uh, look at the, the calendar, early Shabbos, plaque uh, milk would be 3.53, we could have Meirev at 3.53, according to this opinion, and by 4.30 you would be home, and you're making Kiddush. Because that's considered as if you completed your fast according to this opinion. Other Rishonim argue and say, no, that's not considered completing a fast. Completing a fast means, like it means every other day of the year, means, say, 
you're like, I think the schedule will think they say is 535. They come out about an hour difference according to this, when the fast would be over. Now the question is, what do we do practically with these two essentially ways you could end your fast early when it comes to this? So in the Rishinim, there's essentially two approaches that have a big um, effect on the practical halacha. The first one is from the Maril, and the way the Ramah at least understands the Maril, Maril says, we have a question, first of all, on the first question of whether or not you can eat before Shabbos, that he seems to say you cannot eat before Shabbos. Now the question is, can I eat after Mayrif, or do I have to wait until Tzitzach He says, they're going to defend, if it's a tinus yachid, a private fast, that's more lenient, and will allow you to eat as soon as you get home, even though it's not dark yet. If it's a tiny seber, that he says is more stringent, and a tiny seber said you're gonna, make, you're gonna you seem to understand the way the Ramah understands the Maril, you're gonna have to wait until Tzitzachacham. Very simple, we're gonna differentiate between a tiny yachid and a tiny seber. A private fast and a public fast. A public fast day, um, he said you have to wait until Tzitzachacham. The second opinion of the Rishayim seems to be like from the Rush, and the Rush says, he doesn't, seem, he doesn't seem to address the question of a tiny seber, he seems to be addressing just a tiny, a private fast. And the rush says that it really depends. What did you say when you accepted upon the fast? If you just said, I'm going to fast tomorrow, then that means you have to fast until all the way until nightfall. If I stipulated that I'm going to finish early, so I'm, I have a right to make, and when I accept upon myself a fast, I have a right to make any stipulation I want, including that I'm going to finish early. Therefore, it says the, the rush, if you did not make such a stipulation, you have to go all the way to the end. If you did make a, and that's not considered fast, and we're not concerned that you're going to enter Shabbos early, because as the Gemara said, you can do whatever you want. If you made a stipulation that I'm going to finish early, then you can follow your stipulation, and you can, and, and you can follow your stipulation, and you do not, and you do not have to finish that fast until Tzitzah Chacham. Is there a rule all the time when you commit whatever I want to fast? Yes. Reason, yeah. I'm guessing until Chacham is Yes. Yeah. And, and that counts as a fast it counts as, so that's a question of exactly what it would count for, but it, it would be a, it's a valid, it's, it's a valid, you, you consider that you accepted upon yourself, to chatos. But it might not be. That's a question of exactly what's of you, it depends what, what the context of that, of that, of that fast day, fast day is. But what are the, let's go through what the, the Shulchanach, the Machaber, and the Ramah, how they, how they rule practically. Start with the Ramah. The Ramah seems to say primarily like the opinion of the Maril. That we differentiate between a public fast and a private fast. Said the private fast day, as soon as he says, as soon as, soon as the, the, the as soon as we finish myrif, that's considered ready. You completed the fast, and since it's considered if you completed the fast, as soon as myrif is over on a private fast day, he says you can break your fast at that point. On a public fast day, he says no, we're going to be more stringent. That's the opinion of the Maril, and that's what the Rama rules. Rama says it's best to do. It's to also get the opinion of the, of, the, of the rush, and if you have a private fast day, to stipulate that I don't mean to finish it until um, Seisach Chacham. He says, really, primarily we're going we're to rule that you do not have to finish a private fast day, but a public fast day you do. On a private fast day, it's best to get that other opinion and stipulate that you do not mean to accept all the way until the end of the fast day. Now, it points out the, the, the Magan Avram and the Karpensano going on that rush, that on a public fast day, there's no such concept of making a stipulation, I don't want to finish it. It's never in your hands. You never had the option of making such a stipulation. And therefore, of course, they say on a public fast, on a Thanksgiver, this whole rush would not apply. You would not have such an option, and therefore you'd have to finish your fast all the way until Tzitzachacham. That's the opinion of the Ramah. Come down for Ashkenazim, it's very straightforward. On a Thanksgiver, because it's coming Friday, um, your person has to wait until Tzitzachacham, until, the, the, until, until they think that on the schedule says 535. That's, a, that's when you can end your fast. I'm sure we'll make sure everyone is at home in their seats, 
that they can be ready to rock and roll at 5:35. But any earlier than that, it seems to be um, it seems it seems from the Ramah you would not have any you 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 would not be able to eat because we're going to go on public fast day. He's saying we're going to take on both stringencies. Take on the stringency that a you have to complete your fast and b completing your fast means until say sachachavim. In the opinion of the Machaber, it gets a little more interesting. The Machaber again is ruling for Svardim. He just leaves it. He just he doesn't say anything. He just says regarding a public fast day. He just says talks about a private fast day. Says a private fast day. If you just accepted regular, then you have to fast all day to say sachachavim. If you if you stipulated you mean to finish early. Then you can finish. Then you're allowed to finish your fast early. What does it sound like he's saying? It sounds like he's saying exactly like is that like saying that, that that I get out of this fast day on a private fast day by stipulating. Then I don't have to finish it early. The Bir Alacha asks that if you look in the Beis Yosef, who's the source of all these of of, of the Shulchan Aruch's halachas and Mechaber's halachas, he seems to be going like the lenient opinions. The Bir Alacha asks, well, what happened over here? He, he now he's telling us the only way out of this is by stipulating. And in the Beis Yosef, he seems to be taking the leaning opinions that you don't have to finish your fast. Ask the Be'er what's what's going on? The Be'er Lacha says, even though we said before from the Morgan Avram Carmen Sinal that by, by a tiny zebra, there's no concept of stipulating, right? They say, they're understanding that what? That that that, that you're obligated to fast till say Chavim, except if I stipulated my way out, and I said I never mean to accept upon this fast upon myself, then I can get out of it. The Be'er Lacha has a whole other understanding of this of, of, of this stipulation. He says, really, you do not have to finish your fast. Why does the Shulchan Aruch say that if I accept it upon myself, a regular tainus yachid, a regular private fast, and I just said I'm going to fast tomorrow, do I have to fast till say Chavim? Because when I say I'm going to fast tomorrow, those words mean I'm fasting till say Chavim. Not because I'm not getting out of it by saying I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to finish early. It's just when I use the regular word term, I'm going to fast tomorrow, that means until nightfall. But on a Tainus Sebra, on a public fast, I, don't, I never said anything. I mean, what the Chacham said, whatever the Chacham decided, this day should be. The Chacham said on a Friday, you don't have to go until nightfall. Now, the 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 of Rum and the Carbon Sano and the Ramah are all understanding that, is that this concept of stipulating is that really I have to go till nightfall, except I can get myself out of it by saying I never meant that to begin with. If I if I say that at the time when I when I accept the problem that, that fast, the 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 way the Bir Alach is understanding the Shulchan Aruch. The Mechaber, he's saying that really you would never have to finish. You're going with all the leaning opinions. You would never have to finish your fast at all. Except by, by a private fast, I said I'm going to fast tomorrow. The, the, the translation of the words, I'm going to fast tomorrow, means until Chavim. By a public fast day, where I never accepted upon myself anything, I just follow whatever the rules are. Well, those rules are you have an option. You don't have to fast if you don't want to. You're allowed to, quote, unquote, the way the Bir Halacha, the way the Meshavruah understands. The, the psak of the Shulchan Aruch is that on a tiny sieber, a person would allowed to be finished, would allowed to finish their, their, their fast early, for sure, after Mariv, maybe even before Shabbos starts. That would be the opinion of the, the way the Bir Alacha understands the Mechaber's ruling. Um, you won't see Sari Roi, but you won't see Sardim doing this. And that reason is that the, that Ravadia has a long chuva on this, and he seems to understand the other way. That the mechaber means like 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 said that you, like like that that you're that, that a regular fast you're always obligated to go till say the unless you stipulate your way out of it. Therefore, even though the according to the Mishnah Brewer, a Svardi would have a, um, a large room for leniency over here, he'd be able to finish his fast early. Ravadia 
seem to understand the, the, the Shulchanach the, the, in the simple reading, reading of the words that he was specifically talking about a, a, a private fast day that a person can stipulate their way out, but on a public fast day there's no such concept, and therefore, the, the, and therefore Ravadia says even Svaradim have to wait until um, in order to finish their fast. So it comes out that for Ashkenazim, we for sure have to wait till Seisach Chavim. For Svaradim, it depends how you understand the, the Shulchanach. The Mishavruah seems to understand the Shulchanach that specifically a, p- a private fast day where I said I'm going to fast, that means until Seisach Chavim. Therefore, I have to fast there. But a public fast day, I'm following whatever the rules are. In this case, the rules are you can finish early. And for Ashkenazim, um, you'd have to finish all, all the way. And, and Ravadia says that Ravadia learned the, the Shokanach the other way, that no, that, that for a private fast day, you have a way out that I can finish early. I can I stipulated that. But for public fast day, you have no way out, and therefore you'd have to finish until Seisach Chavim. Seems like if you look around, everyone, both Svaradim and Ashkenazim, are going to f- wait until Seisach Chavim this week, because Ashkenazim, like the Ramah says, and Svaradim are going to follow Ravadia's interpretation of the Shokanach. One last point is that the point made by both the Arsameach and Revadio. They say this whole concept, we're talking about a public fast day. Now it happens to be the only public fast day we have that can fall out on um, on a Friday is Asar Bateves. They say maybe Asar Bateves, the Gemara is discussing the concept of Tishbab that used to be able possible like that. But now we have Asar Bateves, the only one that can fall out. They say maybe the whole question is no longer relevant. The Avu Jaham, the opinion that if Asar Bateves were to fall out on Shabbos, which our calendar is set up, they can't. But if it were to fall out on Shabbos, the Avu Jaham is of the opinion we would fast even on Shabbos. Now, there's not, it's a very controversial opinion. The Beis Yosef argues on that, and it's not, not, not everyone agrees to that. But in that, the opinion of Abu that you would fast even on Shabbos. Says the Arsameach, says the Ravadio, if according to the Abu Jaham, I would fast even on Shabbos, so there's no problem going into Shabbos fasting. The whole problem of going into Shabbos, either when you're fasting, a state of fasting, or fasting when it's already accepted upon yourself Shabbos, is only a problem for a fast which wouldn't push off Shabbos. But a fast which itself would push off Shabbos, says the Sameach, says the Ravadio, which is a the fast that since the Sabbatavis would pass off Shabbos, would push off Shabbos according to Abu Jaham, therefore, for sure you'd have, be able to, you'd have to fast until Seth Chavim, because even if it fall out on the entire day of Shabbos, we would fast on the entirety of Shabbos itself. And therefore, it comes out that, even though we said, anyways, everyone agrees you have to fast until Seth Chavim, um, especially a Sarbatevis, there'd be an extra reason why um, even even those who would argue would perhaps say that you'd have to face the sense of Huh? Even for Yeah, yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, Ravadia holds anyway you have to face Sarbatevis. He adds on additional reason. Come down, according to everyone, you'd have to face the sense of